Hey everybody, welcome to the Transformation Code podcast. Now, this is both a sad and a happy time because this is in fact going to be, well for now anyway, the last episode of the Transformation Code podcast. And the reason for that, well we're going to tell you that in a second, but before we do, let me introduce myself. If you guys haven't heard the podcast before, a bit of a strange time to be hearing it for the first time, but we have 20 episodes that will serve you and that will be timeless with the advice and guidance that we give you. So check those out on our on our iTunes um, channel and you'll be able to get a hold of those. But my name's Tommy Gentleman. I'm based here in the UK. I'm a personal trainer, a gym owner and a NLP life coach. And I'm one half of this podcast. And for the very last time, I'll be introducing the other half, which is indeed Kat Miller. How are you, Kat? Hey, I'm great. How are you, Tommy? Doing good. I think well, we haven't done a podcast yet in 2016, so... We want to oh, say Happy New Year to you, to you guys, definitely. So, Kat, do you want to, um, if anyone's not heard the podcast before and is going to be look, listening to, you know, all the old ones, do you want to just introduce yourself quick? Yeah. Hey, guys. I'm Kat Miller. I'm in Sydney. And uh, our podcast has been so much fun. I absolutely love doing it. We've, um, like Tommy said, we've recorded 20 po- um, podcast episodes and there's so much good stuff on there. Um, you've got to check it out if you want to. Uh, learn more about your mindset, about your emotions, about um, lifestyle tips and tricks and nutrition, exercise. We've, we've, got, we've covered a whole lot of ground. There's some Definitely. really good stuff on there. I'm still getting a lot of comments and um, people asking what's happening with the podcast. So we wanted to do a bit of a sign-off episode um, because we're both kind of moving on to other projects. Uh, I'm also a personal trainer and an NLP coach and I'm moving more into coaching, consulting and speaking this year. So I'm going to be starting another podcast, which I'll tell you guys about um, via my social media. Um, But I'll I'll tell you a bit more about that later. Mm. But we are going to record a episode for you guys today about change. Yes, absolutely. Because things do change and um, we have goals that we set and it's quite apt to be talking about this towards the end of January now. Um, But we all have goals that we set and Sometimes things do change along the way. You know, we have a vision of what we think is going to happen and how things are going to pan out. Sometimes the the way it happens is slightly different to what we imagined, what we envisioned. But the main thing is that we still get there. So we're going to be talking about about change and how to how to kind of mould around that in the most positive way and the different types of changes that we can be faced with. Um, but yeah, Kat, Kat's going solo. Kat's leaving the band and going on a <laughs> solo. She's going solo project. And I'll be working on a few things too. One of the things that um, that I'll be doing is is more of a a video channel, which I, f- I feel like I need to be out there and maybe start to use. I mean, when I'm doing these podcasts, I'm like jumping around, I'm moving my hands, I'm like picking things up, I'm drawing pictures, and you guys can't see that. So I'm going to be doing more videos. Um, but yeah, Kat said, check out her Facebook page, check mine out too, and you'll know what we're up to because because we're still doing what we're doing, and that's why this is so kind of metaphorically apt because we've got a vision and our vision is to help as many people live a healthy fit lean life uh, in a positive light and we got together and did this podcast a transformation code to discuss all aspects of transformation and help as many people as possible do just that but due to the time zones me being in the uk cat being in australia 
And with the amount of work that we've got right now, with the amount of people that we're helping and that are asking for our services, we're just going to have to change the way we're doing it slightly. And that doesn't mean that we're not going to be working together anymore because we will be. We think we feel like we work together really well. We've known each other for many years now. So there will be projects that we'll be collaborating on in the future. There's no doubt about that. But for now, this podcast is going to come to a, a suspended halt um, for the time being. So just now that we've cleared that up, Kat, let's, um, let's crack on with a little bit of content for the listeners for one last time. Yeah, cool. Yeah, like Tommy said, um, we are both embarking on a lot of change. So we thought we'd talk about change and transformation is, is pretty much another word for change. And like Tommy said, transformation, the transformation code, we started this because we both... Uh, I would say, I don't want to speak for you, Tommy, but a little hmm. bit obsessed with transformation. Definitely. I just love the subject. I love talking about change. I love talking about growth and learning. And, you know, it's a, it's a fundamental human need. And we've got some tips for you when it comes to dealing with change and the types of change. You know, the way I see it, there's two types of change. There's change where you decide to make things different, like you take ownership, you take control, and you actually... Um, decide to change your thinking, your behavior, your habits, your actions. And then there's also change that kind of happens to us. So change mm. is out of our control. And so it's knowing which is which and when we need to be changing and when we need to learn to be rolling with the punches of the things that are outside of our control. Um, so for me personally, I started thinking about the topic of change when the new year came around because obviously there's a lot of thoughts in our mind with a new year about the things that we want to change in our lives, the things that we're sick of and the things that we want to do, be and have. Um, so Tommy, I'd like to ask you, did you have some goals that you set for 2016? Do you do goals? Do you do New Year's resolutions? I do, do goals. I categorise. So at the end of the year for me is just simply a, a, a symbol of time Um it allows me to categorise things in my head. So I think back to, you know, it's on level playing field for everybody else. 2015 was from the 1st of January till, you know, the last day in December of that year. And everyone achieved what they did in that year and will always remember it being in that year. So that's why it works for me. I can think, right, last year was about this, this and this. I always think about three things. At the start of every year, I think about three more things that I want to achieve. And I'll know them. I'll know them in the back of my head. I won't necessarily share them. But then at the end of the year, I will have some reflection time, like I did in the year just gone, where I'll think, yep, did that, did that, and did that. Or maybe didn't quite do that, but did this instead, and that's equally as good. Um, so there's always three things I should be able to say to you at the end of the year. This is what this year was all about for me. It was about doing this, doing this, and doing that. So this year, I've, I do have three more things, as well as that I have little things I'd like to achieve um, that I kind of, it's almost like fishing um, for me. I've got you know, I'll set my fishing rod out. I know what fish I'm going to catch. There's three big ones out there that I'm going for. But if I catch a few smaller ones along the way, then great, because I like catching fish, if you get what I mean. So if other things come up, because a year's a long time. You know, you can get to April and May, and within a couple of months, you might have an idea and think, actually, you know what, I'm going to do that. And you'll do it, and it'll only take a couple of months. It doesn't mean it's your biggest achievement in the year but it's another thing you can be proud of so I think always be looking to achieve three big things but snatch and grab any opportunities that come up within that time because it is about making the most of time for me and and a year can go so quickly we'll talk about how you know it's a long time but it can go so so quickly I mean I'm still writing 2015 when I write the date 
and you know <laughs> probably will do for a few more weeks or months but it can go so quick and you have to make use of every week and every month uh, otherwise you'll get to the end of the year and you'll think oh shit you know it's gone um so that's kind of what what the way i approach it another little thing i do is um i've probably shared this with you guys before I definitely have shared it with you cat at the stroke of midnight did you know did i tell you what i do what i do at the stroke of midnight <laughs> is it the push-ups yeah 50 push-ups i did it again this year and well it, done how yeah, many that's 50, 50 press-ups yep and i do yeah. it i've done it's it midnight. midnight first first well literally stroke of midnight I've done it for six years running. As far as I know, I'm still the retained world champion of um, doing the fastest press-ups in a year, in, in of the year. Fastest 50 <laughs> press-ups of the year. As well as holding the first person to complete both, uh, well, 10, 20, 30, 40, and 50 press-ups in, in, in the new year. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. But I do that to get the mental edge. And this is the first year where I almost didn't do it. <laughs> I almost didn't. Really? Was it? Because it was just myself and my wife and then our two friends. And I felt like I had to go really fast. I felt really awkward because my wife was just like on her own. <laughs> so I was like, I'm, I'm going to be there soon, babe, don't worry. I'm pushing these press-ups out. I'm going to be there soon. I'm on 24. <laughs> just keep going, get get to 50. And then, and, then, and then I sort of, you know, made up for it afterwards by giving her a hug and stuff. But yeah, um, I'm going to keep doing it. I have to. It's great. I think it's cool. How do you approach the new year? Uh, in terms of uh, how I set up my, my year, um, I used to write a lot of goals. Uh, it evolves every year. So at the, at the end of the year, I, I basically go through my, my calendar and I kind of assess and review the year. So I, I wrote down that I did 53 courses, for example, 53 wow. days of, of learning, training, um, I wrote down, you know, just some numbers, some stats of, of basically summing up my year. I wrote down how many holidays I had. I wrote down um, how many days of um, of working I did, and I just like to to get a bit of a an overall, you know, what the year was like. And then I start looking at what I want for two thousand sixteen. So mm-hmm. I sat down. It took me about three days um, to kind of mull over it and look at my diary and start putting the things that I want in my diary for two thousand sixteen. I love like a fresh calendar with nothing in it mm-hmm. so I bought a, a paper diary and I sat down with my cell phone and kind of started putting over the classes that I want to do this year the um the lessons that I want to take like I put in salsa and I put in um my holidays so I, I like putting my life in first and then you know when you own your own business you want to set it up so that your business supports your life and not the other way around yeah um so I put all my holidays in I highlighted them and and then I can see what I've got left over for everything else. So, um, yeah, that's that's quite a recent thing for me. I'd usually go, oh, I need a holiday. I'm going to book one. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I know what I'm holidaying. I know I'm going to New Zealand in August. Uh, I've got other mini breaks that I've planned throughout the, the year. Um, and then I categorize my goals. And I, I do six areas, um, emotion, yep. emotional, physical, relationships, spiritual, and business career. And... Finances. So I set my goals in those areas. You can yep. also do hobbies, um, you know, lifestyle, in any categories you want. I like to do those ones. And then I set a goal for each of the areas. And then under the the areas, I'll break down the actual tasks. Because I think it's easy when you sit down to write goals to put a lot of method mm-hmm. into your goals instead of actually, this is, like you said, the three big fish that I want to catch. 
Um, mm-hmm. For example, one of the fish I want to catch is to do a retreat, do my first retreat this year. So that's a, nice. a big goal. Um, but under that is, is hundreds and hundreds of tasks. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had to go through and make sure there was no task, no kind of method in the goals so that I could just really get inspired. Mm-hmm. And, and I think of it more like I write myself a vision. I write myself a vision for the year um, and then I read it back to myself. And, and I, I do it. Um, in terms of I am. So it is New Year's Eve 2016. I'm managing my time well. I'm feeling so excited that I'm feeling in the best shape of my life. I feel fit. I feel strong. Um, I know that I'm, I've been such a generous and kind person this year. And I, I just read it as though it's like a, a vision rather than I want to whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So it, it really feels like I'm aligned with it and that it's congruent to my values, mm-hmm. um, that it's exciting. And, yeah, sometimes you've got to take some of the the how-to out of that when you create a vision statement for, for your life or for your year. And then I'll break it down into quarterly. So, for example, if I'm going to do a retreat this year, what do I need to do by the end of March? What do I do need to do by the end of nice. July, for example, and, and break it all down? So, for example... If someone, you're listening and you're thinking, okay, by the end of the year, I want to lose 10 kilos. So that's an average of about a kilo a month. Mm-hmm. So you might say, okay, well, by the end of March, how many kilos do I want to lose? By the end of June, how many kilos do I want to lose? Um, so you're taking that big, big fish, I guess, and think, thinking about what all the little fish that need to go under that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do quarterly and then I do monthly. So I'll get really specific. So I go very big picture, like a big vision that excites me, that inspires me. Nothing goes on there unless I feel really good about reading it back to myself and going, yes, that's the kind of year I want to have. Um, And then the month, so for January, for example, I had that I wanted to do a detox, that I wanted to run five days a week, that I wanted to do yoga once a week, um, and just just little tasks that I can tick off. Mm -hmm. And then those ones, they go on my blackboard up by my by my door and I see them every day so I know that if I tick off those things in January then I'm well on track for my big picture goal that is cool yeah I like that do you have anything where like for me last year I was getting married so I knew that was going to happen that you know that year it was going to be one of the biggest events of that year and my life um do you have anything like that would you, do you think like that as well? Do you think right? There's an inevitable date coming up. Do you ever do you ever have anything like that when you approach the new year's thinking? Uh, yeah, I think for for me, I like to have a few big ones. And let's say, I mean, a wedding is, is such a once one off type type thing. But let's say if you're listening and, and you've got an event that you want to achieve, like I don't know, let's say it's tough mudder for example, and it's a twenty k mud run. Um, it can it can feel very doable in a whole year, you know, to, to put that off till, you know, later in the year. Yeah. Uh, I think if you do set yourself something like that, you've really got to think, okay, now that I've got that, it can feel like, oh, I've got plenty of time. Um, and you do, but like you said, you know, the year can just go so fast. So you've really got to break down your training plan and think about, I like to be prepared before the event, so mm. it's not like, okay, the day before I, I did my last tick-off, it's like, I'm ready. Um, I do this with competition clients, I try and get them 
ready so it's not like the night before they're rushing and stressing and yeah. you've got a you've got enough planning leeway time yeah that's cool i mean i, I get a huge buzz off um thinking back over a year and and also i i, I sort of approach it in like collecting achievements i like to collect as much as i can um and when I think back to like the last five or six years, some of the stuff that I, I've achieved in the last five or six years, um, you'd be happy achieving within five or six years. But I've done plenty of those in that time. And, and the reason I'm telling you guys that is not to, to brag about how well I've done, but it's to say, use the new year as a way to draw a line and go, right, now, okay, that's done now. I'm not going to like sit there and just think and 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 beam a big smile and say look how well i've done this year it's like, all right that that is great you did that well done fantastic right move on now what's next um because like i said before time's so precious these days now these moments right now are your life's best work you know potentially if you're not making the most of this time right now then you're missing out on that um, there's no guarantees that next year will even come uh, at all for, for any of us. So mm-hmm. being in the present now and approaching your goals with meaning and taking them seriously is something that we should all be doing. And, you know, if we can enjoy it along the way, that's, that's even better. Um, there's a certain amount of things that we have to do. We just, we just have to. Um, and then with that, with that spare time around work and around everything else that we have to do, that's your creation time. That's where you're creating your story for your life. And you know, that's quite a deep way of putting it, but that's how mm. I like to think. That's how I like to approach things. Yeah, there's some great stuff that you've just said. And you've just got me thinking about something that I like to, to talk to my clients about is um, the concept of celebrating and sacrificing. Mm. So it's to me, it's like a continuum. On one end of the spectrum, we need to celebrate. We actually... We, we absolutely need to look at our year and celebrate, which is what we do on New Year's Eve. And we, um, we celebrate a year that's, that's just happened. And, and I tend to move on very fast into mm. the future and always be thinking, what's next, what's next? And my problem is I live a little bit too much on the, mm. on the sacrifice side. And so it's always more and more, what can I do? I need to be better. I need to improve. Uh, and so it's knowing where you sit naturally on that spectrum and, you know, a lot of people celebrate all the time and they're not sacrificing enough. So their celebration can be a bit diluted. It can be a bit meaningless mm. because, you know, when we delay gratification and, you know, it's like saving money. If we if we just spend every single day and we never kind of save and be disciplined and, you know, have that outcome that we want, um, the celebrations are, are very small. But when you sacrifice a lot and then you celebrate, and you really celebrate and then you move on and you think, okay, now it's time for more sacrifice and knowing what season you're in as well. Like we've, yeah. we've just had holidays, so it's a time of celebration. But if we had that all year, I mean, I loved my holiday. I love holidays, but yep. I love routine as well and I love hard work as well. And um, it's finding, you know, balance. If, if you're always celebrating and, and eating and drinking and being merry, um, you're probably not growing a lot. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to change, uh, although we've got a fundamental need, a human habit of wanting to keep things the same, you know, and, and not change, we've also got that need to grow and transform and evolve and, like you said, Tommy, build. And I was actually getting a little bit, um, what I, I was not frustrated, but just a little bit, 
I don't know. I felt like something was missing because I wasn't creating on my holiday. I was very much okay. relaxing and, you know, spending time with my family in New Zealand. And hmm. But part of me was really itching and um, really itching to just get back in the swing of things. Yeah. And, and build and create and you know we, we create I fundamentally believe that all of us human beings are creators and when we're not creating we feel like something's missing yeah yeah but you're um you're like me though you're always working on something and you almost feel guilty if you're not um putting that out there and that's because you've got such a strong your message that you have that you you're getting out there through your work and what you do and your interaction with people is so strong and deep set that if you aren't putting fuel on that fire you feel that fire starting to get a little bit weaker and that's kind of like how i see it but equally Mm. you need that breathing time you need that space (laughs) to be able to go into things with a little more energy, a little more charge and a little little bit of a fresher perspective. And I guess that's kind of a perfect way of, maybe that's a tactic of actually dealing with change if you guys have got something imposed on you that um, that you need to figure out is actually take some time away and break the space and figure things out a little bit, talk to some people you respect and see what their opinions are and then match them with your own beliefs and see see what comes out. Mm, yeah and you're absolutely right you have to have that space you have to have that time where you're not feeling in a massive hurry that you're actually just like living life at a sustainable pace something that you know if you when you're on purpose like when you've when you're living um basically at cause rather than effect when you when you've taken the steering wheel of your life and you're driving your own life and you're in control um you know there's not a hurry but you know, because you're going to do that for the rest of your life. That's my goal is to stay on purpose and not get off track. Yeah. Um, so it can be challenging when you, you feel like you're not building towards that purpose and that vision. And, and I did actually um, have a conversation with someone about it. Is it is it like a workaholic mentality, the fact that I always want to be working on things and, and growing and changing? And the thing is, I think workaholic, if you're a workaholic, you, you feel like you have to work where mm. I just, I love it. I mean, I'm on purpose. I have a vision. I have a yep. massive vision and I, I want to be getting on with it. And um, I understand that that downtime is super, super important for that. Yeah. And in fact, the harder you work, the more you need it. Yeah. Um, but but if, it, it wasn't a guilt thing. It was more for me. It was just a, I love creating and I, I just can't wait to be writing again. And and it, it just shows when you love your work and you love um, what you're doing, which I think we all can get to that place. Um, you love holidays and you love work. It, it's not like you – I used to get the Sunday night blues every week when I worked in a job I didn't like. And um, hmm. when I, I remember going back to school after holidays or going back to a job I didn't like. It was just oh, horrible feeling. so depressing. Yeah. Yeah. That used to be the worst thing. You feel so trapped as a kid. You had to go back to school. There's like nothing you can do about it. You've been playing with your friends all summer and then all of a sudden it's like, ah, classroom. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's exactly right. You feel trapped. And and unfortunately, a lot of adults feel trapped and they think they can't do anything about it when actually it's your choice. I often challenge my students. um, They'll go, yeah, but I had to go to work. And I said, no, you don't. That's your choice. And I know that sounds quite extreme. You know, some people um, would argue that they have to, but 
basically we, we do get the choice. And if you're yeah. saying that you don't have a choice, so you, you've given away your power, you've given away your freedom, um, you've got the freedom to choose. You, you actually are choosing to go to work yeah. because no one's holding a gun to your head. You, you've decided that the money that you get from that job yeah. and, and the perks are, are worth sacrificing Four. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I was thinking, uh, it's funny you, you say that, I was thinking the same thing the other day about it being a barrier for some people and saying, you know, I have to go to work, it's, it's how I earn money. And that is it. That is exactly it. It is how you earn money. And I think if you want to be extremely happy, you might have to start thinking extremely openly because <laughs> you're, you know, it's going to match, isn't it? You talk about sacrifice earlier on, and it's sort of similar to that, really. But you're not—you're not going to starve. You're not going to die if you change, oh. if you quit a job or change a job, right? You—you might—you might go hungry f- f- if you don't get another job for like months after, okay? Or you'll be behind on your bills, or you know, through lack of organisation or whatever. If you've if you really want to change something, there is a way you can do it. Put some money aside so that you can spend a month looking for a new job. Start looking for a, a new job whilst working in the job you hate. Um, unless you start doing something about that, then you're just going to have to keep going to work. Yeah, and I believe that there's opportunities all around us that we miss because we feel that we have to be a certain way or we should do a certain thing and or we should do it a certain way. And often when... When we feel trapped like that, we can't see resources. We can't see all these opportunities that are all around us. You know, mm. there's money everywhere. Um, there's there's ways to be resourceful and find what it is you want. And the fact is, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably got a roof over your head, and you probably have never starved. Um, so there, there's ways of basically when it comes to change. We tend to shut it down quite prematurely, I think, and just and just say there's no way, there's no way that that could happen. And um, part of the work I do with with my life coaching clients is, what if there was a way, or what if, like they'll say, oh, I can't, um, I just can't lose weight, for example, and I'll say, what if you could? And suddenly the question's not a yes or no question. The question is, how could I? Mm-hmm. Or what if I could? Then what? And, and suddenly you can be open to all these new opportunities and, and ways of doing things. And it's a different way of thinking about change. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to touch on a more kind of um, um, unforeseen change that could be quite a you know, big hit to someone's routine, someone's life. Um, some advice to weather the storm, because I think that's such a, you know, a bit of a vague term, really bit of a cliche but things do get a little bit better with time um and if you can weather the storm batter down the hatches and do what you need to do one of the things you can do is spend time with people that you enjoy spending time with um take your mind off things until you can start thinking about how to move forwards i think that's the key if you get stuck in the storm then things are always going to be tough but if you can start figuring a way to get out and start feeling happy and calm again then um, things can change. And I can speak from personal experience that you can have the worst possible thing happen and you feel like nothing's ever going to be the same again. I mean, I I personally used to think my life was perfect and then something happened to me which completely changed my um, feelings towards that. But I can say right now that, yeah, okay, I can hold my hands up and say my life is perfect right now for me. And Mm. that's having adopted that as part of who I am and moved forwards. 
Um, I don't think there's any shame in that. I think that everyone should be able to hold their hands up and say that um, because we're all here to enjoy ourselves and, and make the most of it. Um, but if there is a change that's brought forward for you that is unforeseen, and we're talking about drastic life-changing events now, then weather the storm, do what you need to do, but, but you better be thinking about coming out of that. Otherwise, you'll stay there forever. All right, You don't want that. You, you better be making a plan in the back of your head about how you're going to rebuild things and get to the point where you can be happy again because it is absolutely possible and it goes back to making the most of the time and opportunity that we have here and and we all have a, you know an unforeseen amount of time. We don't know how long's left. You don't know how long you've got. I don't know how long I've got. Cat, you don't know how long you've got. No one does. And that's why we need to make sure that we do what we need to do to get our stuff done the way we want it done and, and to move forwards and to seek to always improve. And, and uh, that's why we do what we do. You know, Kat and I, we, we like to help people to live healthy and happy lives, and we're passionate about that. And um, it's been awesome doing these episodes in the podcast with you, Kat. I really enjoyed it. And like we said at the beginning, this isn't the end of our collaboration, and we're going to be doing a lot of stuff on our own, which you guys will be able to get into to help you with your journey, whatever that might be. Yeah, yeah, gold. Um, so whatever change you guys are going through, I mean, if um, if it's been imposed on you and like Tommy said, it's, it just feels like a bit of a storm at the moment, I think the, the best advice I could give is um, it's it's about the perspective and looking for the good. I remember my mum used to always say, always look up, Kat, always look up. And she meant that physically in terms of when we look at the ground, we actually feel down. When we look up, we can always look for the good and look for the lessons. Mm. Um, I was dealing with a, a client that's, that's going through something really awful at the moment and um, we were just focusing on what's good about this, what are the lessons in this. And sometimes we don't get them to hindsight, but, um, you know, I, I've been adopting a, a, a belief system lately that, you know, if it's if it's happened, then it was meant to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said to me about being perfect, it's never going to be perfect, but you can accept that it's perfectly imperfect or it's imperfectly perfect mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> and life is messy and that's perfect uh, and then when it comes to change that we we actually want to go out and make um, just know that we don't have to take leaps and bounds against our comfort zone um, we can just nudge ourselves forward day by day by just taking little actions little things towards our goals um, mm-hmm. I would say if it if it's a fitness health or you know that type of goal to really, no matter how desperate you are for your goal, just be patient with yourself, be kind to yourself and yeah. speak to yourself kindly and just just make those little increments that feel doable and take the pressure off yourself and know that if you do that, that the result is going to come as you chip away day by day by day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so that is my final kind of uh, pearl of wisdom. It's a very good pearl of wisdom and I hope um, you guys have enjoyed this episode. And we're very proud of what we've what we've created, the Transformation Code podcast. This will be the twenty first episode, and um, almost like with a young human being at the age of twenty one, you would expect <laughs> that human being to be able to fend for themselves. <laughs> I know, I know that I could only just manage, um, uh, but yeah, twenty one episodes. It's been it's been a blast, and we hope that if we've just helped you with just one little thing with your exercise, with your lifestyle, your mindset, your nutrition, or your overcoming of challenges, that, that, you know, one little thing along the way, then we feel like our job has been worth doing. And, and it's been really enjoyable. And um, look out Absolutely. because we, we might be back. You never know. 
Yeah, you you just don't know, and that's something we were talking off off about off air is that you're such a different person by the end of the year. So you just you don't know how you're going to change and how how your life might change. Um, but I'd definitely love to do some more um, work with you in future, Tommy. So I'm sure we'll just be in touch about that, and we will update you guys on our individual website. So mine is catmiller.com. That's K-A-T-M-I-L-L-A-R. And Tommy is on TommyGentleman.com. Yeah. And also you can jump on our, our social media and keep updated. And we love hearing from you guys, so please keep in touch. And uh, go back and listen to the older episodes because there's definitely some gold in there for you. Absolutely. Yep. Keep going, everybody. Good luck with the rest of your journey. And uh, stay in touch and make sure that you keep involved with what we're up to. We look forward to touching base with you again soon. Until then... That's it for now, the Transformation Code podcast. My name is Tommy Gentleman. Thanks very much. Kat, you want us to do the final sign-off? Thanks for listening, everyone, and go and be awesome. Bye-bye.